Welcome to the Ruth Speaks podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the seeking believer who understands that the pursuit of God is not about perfection, but rather about strengthening our faith and commitment to the Father. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Keisha Robertson, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Okay, all right now. So I'm going to start off this episode by making the simple statement. You will never get a different result doing the same old thing every time. So why is it that most of us haven't learned that yet and we continue to insist upon the routine and the habit of doing something a particular way and then expecting for the result to be different? And then on top of that, not being willing to yield to the idea that perhaps we need to consider doing it a different way. So, of course, I've been talking about the whole idea of surrender for the past few podcast episodes. And as I always do, I spent some time contemplating exactly how it is that God wanted me to speak to you on today's episode, and I just felt compelled to just continue in that vein of surrender because it is so vital and necessary to the walk of a believer. And by that, I mean to have the ability to completely submit your will unto the will of God, to have the ability to completely submit your desires over to the will of God, to be willing, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, to relinquish habit and practice and nature in order to be open to what God may be trying to do or wanting to do with you in that particular moment. It's almost kind of like how many times do we have to beat our heads up against the wall before we decide to let it go, give it over, and be open to a new way. So staying in that same vein of just allowing the Lord to intercede and to take over whatever it is that we are refusing to let go of, I want to talk a little bit about the whole idea of how in the pursuit of surrender as believers, as we're walking out our respective faith journeys with the Lord, we have to acknowledge the battle that might exist sometimes between the word of God and our flesh. So I'll get into that a little bit more in just a second. But before I do so, I want to read a scripture to you to kind of help set the stage for what I'm going to be talking about today. If you would join me in looking at the New International Version of the book of Psalm, chapter 20, verses 1 and 2, they read as follows. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. Amen. So when you think about that scripture, right, what I just said about the idea of God moving when you are in distress, moving when you need help, protecting you, sending you help from the sanctuary, granting you support from Zion, when you think about those assurances, and we understand that those assurances, among many others, I'm just speaking on these two right now in this specific scripture, Those assurances ring true throughout the Bible where God consistently promises to promote us, 
to support, help, and aid us and deliver us from our distresses, right? The word of God stands on those promises. The word of God stands on those assurances. It leads me down the pathway of beginning to ask myself, well, if the word of God stands on those assurances, if the word of God makes those promises, and if we understand and acknowledge exactly who God is, if we truly understand and can have a true appreciation for who it is that we have been graced to be in relationship with, then why is it so hard to relinquish old habit, form, fashion, and practice and surrender to the will of God? I'll tell you why it's hard. Number one, in my opinion, either our faith is waning in some way, shape, form, or fashion, and the requisite trust that needs to be there is not fully formed in fashion and in place like it should, or And tangential to that, or how about in conjunction with that, because our faith is not fully intact and whole and complete, understanding that that is a work in progress, but nevertheless, where it is not complete, there are holes. And where there are holes, that creates opportunity for something else to replace those things in those areas where we should actually be exhibiting our faith in God. And so in those moments where we are struggling with the idea of trusting God, meaning in essence, trusting God and trusting what his word says concerning us and what he will do for us, how he will provide and cover and keep us, we open the door for our flesh to enter into any of those spaces where there are cracks and gaps and to prevail because we haven't yet reached the level of comfort with the word of God that we should have understanding that the comfort with the word of God, which should set the pace for how we maneuver and respond to things is undergirded and supported by our faith. So let me circle back to that and say this again. Where we struggle with surrender, where we refuse to break old habits, form and fashion and open ourselves up to surrender to the will of God, we are equally struggling with faith in the realm of remember, recalling, and holding on to what the word of God says about who God is and what he is assured to do for and on our behalf. And where we struggle with the word of God in meaning that we have not yet gotten to a place where we are willing to not only read the word of God, but trust that whatever it says, it is assured to perform and that whatever it has listed and provided and spelled out, God is assured to do. We have created spaces and gaps in our relationship with God that allows the flesh to come in and replace those areas where God should be ruling and controlling. And so where our flesh prevails, we will not submit. Where our flesh prevails, we will not surrender. Where our flesh prevails, we will struggle. Where our flesh prevails over what the word of God says concerning a certain thing, we will not relent and submit to the word of God, hence the authority of God, and receive all that is connected to that submission, the assuredness and fulfillment of promises, the blessing on the other side of obedience, all of those things will be withheld where we struggle with the flesh over the word of God. Where our flesh continues to prevail over the word of God, we are in essence basically saying that we know better, that we think better, and that our way is the better way concerning us. 
again, going back to, as I said before, the fact that where the flesh is prevailing and controlling, we are inherently struggling with a level of faith in the very thing that we have yet to relinquish over to God. Where we cannot relinquish over it to God, our flesh is prevailing over what the word of God says concerning that very thing. So in a nutshell, what I'm basically saying is somewhat circular. And by that, I mean those who've been listening to my podcast for a while, there's not very many episodes that I have done that somehow still don't find their way back to the whole idea of faith and just remembering the significant role that our faith will continue to play in evidence in our relationship with God and how where our faith is not intact, where it is not whole and complete and where cracks exist, understanding that sometimes there will be cracks and chinks in the armor, we will have spaces and places for things other than God to prevail, to get in, to distort, to manipulate, to lead astray, and even to mislead in some instances. And so I think it's very important for the believer in their walk with God to remember that understanding that we are not perfect and understanding that my podcast is not about calling out all of our deficiencies, but rather speaking to the things in the areas where I believe I've been compelled to speak to to help us make sure that we are constantly evaluating our relationship with God. It cannot get better where we do not acknowledge the areas that need to be improved. And if the goal is to have that closer walk with him and not only acknowledging that we are imperfect, we also can acknowledge the effort and willingness to do our very best, which I know that God will see because he continually searches the heart, right? Understanding that we are not called to be perfect, but rather to seek him or to strive to seek him consistently through our faith, which in our faith makes us perfect. So it's almost kind of like we pursue God as imperfect beings because we're going to mess up. We're not going to get it right all the time. It is what it is. But if we can acknowledge that and commit to the idea that we are imperfect in our pursuit, right? God already knows that. So even acknowledging that we are imperfect in our individual pursuits If we are committed to the idea that even in that moment of imperfection, we still need to seek him out. We still need to believe it is through our belief and faith that we are made perfect. And so it is even more pressing in the belief, in the exercise of our faith to stay connected to the word, to get the word in your belly, to regurgitate the word, to know the word of God for yourself, to understand the word of God, to remember the promises of God, to remember the scriptures concerning those assurances so that when you are confronted with those moments where the flesh is beginning to push up against the word of God and challenge it, You have the word of God there to recite, to get back into your spirit and your psyche, to push back down the idea of self, to allow God to continue to prevail. Because I promise you, if it's broken, it will never be fixed until and unless we allow God to do it, particularly where the brokenness or the area where we are experiencing that level of incompleteness 
is due in large part to our failure to acknowledge the need to change, to our failure to acknowledge the need to give it over to God. Understanding that he is the supreme ruler. He is the alpha and the omega. He is the first and the last. Understanding that he is the word in living form and fashion. Understanding that submission to the word is submission to God. Submission to the word is submission to the will of God. Faith in the word and belief in the word is faith in God. And so as I close, I'd like to leave you with this tidbit to chew on for today's episode. The word is the word because God has said it is so. It is established as such when our faith confirms this. That's it for this episode. God bless you. Keep believing, keep hoping, and most importantly, keep seeking. Thank you for listening to the Ruth Speaks podcast. Join us weekly as we continue to seek after God. If you'd like to fellowship more, please visit our website at www.ruthspeaks.org. Remember, to reverence God is to rest in Him. This program was produced by At The Helm Productions.